Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Dr. Steve Davis of Colorado Quality Research. Always a pleasure to see you, Steve. Thank you. And coincidentally, every time we get together, we talk about necrotic enteritis, but there's always something, something new coming out of your research. Yes, yes. Now, the latest has to do with litter, and you know we know that litter can certainly uh, affect uh, the pressure you get from coccidiosis, but now you're seeing that there might be a relationship between the litter and necrotic enteritis. What are you seeing? That's correct. Well, I mean, this all started uh, in that we noticed that uh, when we were generating our necrotic enteritis models, and uh, that we found that if we started the chicks on used litter, that it was more difficult to get a severe challenge uh, with necrotic enteritis and the clustered perfringence itself. And we also were getting reports um, out from the field that in uh, the integrators were having problems that if they had new litter, that's where they were having their greatest uh, and most challenging outbreaks of necrotic enteritis. So uh, we actually, um, I, I conducted a couple studies in-house to see if this was real or just something that we thought was real. And uh, last year I presented a paper uh, here at the AVMA AAAP meeting um, related to the first study that we did. And we found that, yes, I mean, if with brand new litter, we uh, could have a uh, more dramatic and more uh, pathogenic necrotic enteritis challenge with the same challenge compared to chicks that were started on used litter uh, that had already been exposed to clustered imperfringens. And again, the reason for this is? Well, um, there, was, there was some uh, good questions from my presentation last year uh, in questioning was the the was this due to innate differences in just clean new litter was it moisture related or those kinds mm -hmm. of things or chicks uh, you know pecking at the litter more that kind of thing or was it truly related to the clostridium that was in the litter so that um, basically uh, gave me the idea to conduct another study for this year and present at the AAAP where we actually took um, two different treatments uh, from a uh, earlier study. One, one treatment group was from clean litter that uh, uh, chickens that did not receive a necrotic enteritis challenge or did not receive the clostridium perfringens challenge versus the non-treated group that did get the clostridium perfringens challenge. So in this study that we conducted this year, we had three groups. One was brand new litter, uh, brand new clean litter. One was a uh, uh, used litter, but they did not receive clostridium perfringens. And then the, the third group that received the clostridium perfringens challenge. And the interesting thing was that the, uh, the treatment group that did the worst was the brand new litter had the worst clostridium uh, challenge uh, and lesions and weight gain, feed conversion and mortality compared to the best group I would have thought would have been the group that was on used litter with no CP challenge before, but it wasn't. It was actually the group 
that was on the litter that received the clostridium perfringens challenge the flock before actually performed the best. And so that indicates to me that there's some, maybe some early immune, local immunity occurring in the gut of the bird that are being exposed to that clostridium perfringens in the first days of their lives that's uh, creating some uh, immunity uh, in those birds before they get to that age range that's, a, that's typically a clostridium perfringens or necrotic enteritis problem. And typically that would be like what, 14 to 17 days? Exactly, starting in that 14 to 17 days of age and then going up to about, you know, maybe at, at the oldest of, of four weeks of age. So the birds on the new litter, are they seeing it on a different schedule? I think that's what's happening is that, uh, you know, because we're giving the challenge, we challenged all of these treatments with our typical clostridium perfringens at 17 days of age on the feed. And uh, so the birds that are raised on the new litter uh, are completely naive. Mm. And so they haven't been exposed at all and so then they have a, a more dramatic uh, challenge and uh, less protection from that challenge. And does the problem then subside with each cycle? Uh, one of the questions that's come to me from like the production veterinarians is that they don't necessarily see this phenomenon in the field so much in that problem farms with necrotic enteritis, even if they don't clean them out, they seem to be reoccurring. And, uh, and so why is that? And uh, I think that's uh, a situation that we know that we, get, we see very uh, big differences in the pathogenicity of isolates that we get from outbreaks in the field. So I'm really wondering if, um, I'm curious if some production companies could see benefits and maybe using some kind of autogenous vaccine type of approach mm -hmm. where they used used litter from farms where they have very mild uh, breaks with necrotic enteritis but they seem to recover very quickly and have very little mortality or or uh, problems with pr uh, performance uh, and use that litter to expose uh, birds in, on farms where they're having reoccurring, very strong uh, challenges with necrotic. Now, in this latest trial, were these birds medicated? They were, they were not medicated. Uh, none of the treatments were medicated at all. The only differences, uh, they were all challenged with the exact same challenge. The only difference was the litter source that they started on. Interesting. Now, you've also talked to me before about there being different strains of Clostridium perfringens. Did you look at that in this study? No, we, we used the exact same, uh, exact same isolate to uh, challenge all three treatment groups. And, uh, and, and like I said, we know that there are some isolates that are much more pathogenic than others. And uh, some, some isolates, we can you know, create necrotic enteritis without the help of coccidiosis mm -hmm. early on. And then there's others that we have to have that coccidiosis as well uh, with it. And uh, this, was, this was an isolate. We, we actually uh, coccivaccinated all of these chicks at day of age, but um, they had come from a, a litter source 
that in the study before there was no coccidiosis vaccine. So we know there was no coxie early. So the exposure to coccidiosis was very consistent in all three groups. The only difference was the, the amount of clostridium perfringens that was in that litter. So in summary, after looking at this research, what recommendations can you pass along to the poultry industry, particularly yeah. in these houses where they're putting in new litter? Yeah, I, I would definitely say that if they are cleaning out, I think that there could be some real opportunity if they would take used litter from farms where they know that they have a, a mild clostridium perfringens challenge mm -hmm. and maybe top dress that new litter, get exposure to these chicks as early as possible to some clostridium perfringens. It definitely has a, a positive impact on these birds. It's a complicated bacterium, isn't it? It sure is, and, and it's uh, been good for our business because it is so complicated. Well, I know the poultry industry appreciates all you're doing to uh, try to manage this bug because it is persistent. Yes, and it's, I think it's going to be a, uh, something that we're going to deal with for years to come. We've been talking to Dr. Steve Davis. He is a veterinarian and president of Colorado Quality Research. Thanks again, Steve.